Oh, sweet mullet. <sighs> yeah, same. So, I mean, we're divas. Deal with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Forever and always. All of you Preach. Okay, guys, we're here. We're back. We're doing a podcast, Nick. And guess what? We hit 100 thousand downloads today it's getting wild people people are uh i don't know if they're ready i don't know if they're ready for uh what else we have in store for them i mean for this jelly yeah sure i don't think they're ready for this jelly i don't think they're ready for it. <laughs> god i love beyonce uh, who Queen. doesn't who doesn't i know speaking of that that has nothing to do with paranormal did you li- i've not listened to the new taylor swift album tell me yes or no right now don't even think about it uh yeah i mean i ordered it on vinyl uh i'm definitely a fan which is a lot coming from uh, i've never really been a fan of hers and i really enjoyed it see i love her i like carter's first crush was taylor swift when she was like just a baby taylor swift and i'm like okay she's got this country thing that i don't care for but she's cute yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm team whoever has the best song, and apparently she's rocking it right now. So I shall. I've not bought a whole album since Adele. Do it. This is yeah. This okay. is the one. If you're gonna do it, it's nice and edgy and and uh, yeah. I, I I think you're gonna dig it. I really liked it. I thought it was great. She's done a great job, and she says the f word. So okay. you know, growing up. Oh, Tay-Tay, honey, I'm so proud of you. Oh, Good yeah. for fucking her. Yeah. Yes. The first the, the <laughs> first line of the of the first song on the album is like something something shit. Like she says shit in the first line of the first song. I was like, here we Aww. go. <laughs> Not that everybody's here to hear about Taylor Swift, but I wanted your honest opinion. I know a lot of people hate her. I, I don't care that much about that kind of shit to hate anybody who makes music except Kanye's a little weird. I love yeah. his music though. <laughs> his old music, like his you bring me you know, gold yep. all that stuff. But I digress. This is Oddity Files and we're a paranormal <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we're here to bring you creepy cryptid, lots of otherworldly this week, and uh just spooky shit. Awkward sometimes, usually coming from my end of things, not Nick's ever. I mean, could you imagine if, like, we open this and we're like, "Welcome to the special Taylor Swift edition of the Oddity Files." <laughs> I mean, Sponsored the album today, but God, I wish <laughs> the album is called Folklore. So you know, and she's kind of out in the woods in the yep. album cover. Again, I haven't listened, but I've seen everybody posting about it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not off. You brand. go, girl, <laughs> Taylor, with your album Folklore, and you dropping the f bomb. This bitch is proud of you. And you go, girl. But I, I don't even know how I got on that subject. I, I just genuinely wanted your opinion outside of Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I probably should have texted you, but. Yeah. Oh, no. Why not? We'll just do it here. I mean, and you know, I'll always be honest. So. I know. I don't, I don't owe her anything. I don't, I don't owe her a favor. Sure. <laughs> 
Oh, Lordy. So, yes, we are celebrating 100,000 downloads today. A little nervous about my story. I already told Nick that. I'm trying something new, trying to branch out and be as cool as Nick. So we'll see if that happens or not. But um, today I went to a non-essential doctor's appointment. I've talked about this often. I am a Botox queen. And those of you watching on on the Patreon can see how duckish my lips are because I got my lips done today too. And um, But I'm sitting there talking. So he, I've never had my face numbed before when I had the lip fillers done. Oh, really? And I was like, oh my... This is magical because it's almost worse than childbirth. I'm not going to lie. When you feel that shit, go- oh, it's awful. And I'm like, and I, I was like slurring my words and I'm biting the side of my, and he's like, I'm like, how long is this going to last? I have to podcast tonight. <laughs> he's like, only an hour. I'm like, oh, thank God. He's like, what's your podcast? I'm like, okay, doctor, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, I have a paranormal podcast and a true crime podcast. Dr. Botox is a huge paranormal believer. Yes. There we go. Telling me all the stories. And, you know, he's he's a big fan. He's a big fan. He's telling me about the local lawyer's office here in Bloomington that's haunted. Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, I said, do you want to go ghost hunting? Let's go. Get me in there. Yeah. Call, make, your, make the call. Hook it up. Let's go. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's a friend of mine. And they were originally going to have um, the house it's an old Victorian home that they turned into a, a a lawyer's office. And he said they were going to have it cleansed, but the wife of one of the lawyers put the nicks to it because she was afraid the ghost was going to follow him home. And I didn't oh, want to, I should have just told him, you know, if a ghost is going to follow anybody home, honey, it's going to be me <laughs> because <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> send me in, send me in. I'll take them with me. It's fine. Just put me in coach. <laughs> I don't, I don't even try to when they come with me. But yeah, it's so neat when professionals, and not that I'm not a professional, not that you're not a professional, but professionals like doctors and cops and things like that, that are more science-y type based jobs, believe in the paranormal. It's so amazing to yeah, me. Yeah, I think what you're saying is sane people. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I probably am. People who's, who, who have control of... Saving people's lives is what is yeah. well, you yeah. The professionals. Here. The professionals. Yeah, the professionals. We'll call them that. Sure. We appreciate you, each and every one of you. <laughs> oh, oh shit. What's going on? What's going on in your world oh, other than some Tay-Tay? Whole lot of nothing. A lot of Taylor Swift. Uh, the outfit is locked and loaded for the, for the little yurt trip. I And I haven't gotten any fashion show photos, and I'm kind of upset. Not yet. You know, I got my shoes. I ordered some little shoes in the mail, some hirachis um, that are like a woven kind of slip-on sandal. The shoelace. Oh, my gosh. You are going all out. Yeah, I was trying. The shoelace was like snapped in half, like the leather shoelace. And they were on sale. It wasn't a big deal, but I, I couldn't even fit my foot in. I sent that shit back. So I'm going to be barefoot. Good for you. Get you some chacos. That's what, <laughs> that's what my daughter wears when she's out in nature. She has the weirdest tan line, like goes over her toe and then crisscrosses on her foot. <laughs> I was thinking, of, you know, I was thinking about the, the the fashion realm and thinking, okay, I got my shorts, I got my hat, I uh, got my sunglasses, I'm good to go. I got the beard going, I got like the Joe Exotic mullet going. What yes. if what if I threw some Crocs on? Would that be a fashion no no, or 
Would it be brilliant? Would I, you know, I, I don't know. Depends on what color the Crocs are. Mm. And if they have a team logo on them. They don't have a team logo, but I tell you what, I think they're coming out the 28th. What's today? What are we recording? 27th. Tomorrow, the 28th. So for all you listening right now, this happened on Tuesday. So you already know about it. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken is partnering with Crocs. And they're, re- they're launching no. a Kentucky Fried Chicken Croc that smells like chicken. And in the little... Get the fuck out! <laughs> in the croc hole, they have a, a drumstick that goes in the croc hole and you can move it yeah. around in the croc hole. And that piece of chicken smells like chicken. And that shit's probably going to sell for like $200. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I First... I love that you know this. Of course, I know. Second, this. I I have never told anybody out loud that out loud that I own a pair of Crocs. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Kitsy owns a lime green pair of Crocs. Okay. <laughs> and now I want the Kentucky Fried Chicken ones. You're welcome. You and everybody else. Good luck. Smells the weight like lines. Chicken. It's gonna smell like it's yeah. It's insane. I I I'm all for novelty, but I fucking no way I would put those on my feet. No <laughs> smell like chicken all day. <laughs> it's gonna be like the new Air Jordans. People are waiting outside around the building for these Crocs. It's, you know, I have a hard enough time not having my dogs eat my Crocs as it is. You add chicken smell to it. People are just asking for it. That's what I'm saying. You got the 2020 bingo card. No one had chicken scented Crocs on that card. Then you got raccoons and coyotes coming in people's houses trying to eat the goddamn chicken off their Crocs. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, fucking beautiful. <laughs> I, I digress. So- I don't know if you can see it behind me here. So remember back when you were talking about, you know, buying the Bigfoot game on eBay? Well, I'm obsessed now. Still haven't bought the Bigfoot game. But (laughs) I have learned that there are several other divination games out aside from the Ouija board. Mm -hmm. And I bought a Kabbalah. Yeah, you did. That glows in the dark. And it's 98% all there. Wow. That's so amazing. Cool. So this little eye. So uh, this is a podcast. I should probably explain what I'm looking at. Right <laughs> no, don't here. tell anybody anything. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> so it's, it's like an octagon shaped board that's complete plastic, and it has like a a circle thing of plastic on the bottom, so it kind of wobbles when it's on the table. Oh, it's so cool. And there's an eyeball sticking out of it, and it's supposed to spin. Mine does not spin very well. And then it's got all the numbers and letters around it. I haven't read all the directions, but the directions are in the box. That thing is huge. I don't remember. I didn't remember the Kabbalah board being that massive. That's that's a big I've old. I've never even sucker. heard of it before. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I don't even know what year this came out in. You gotta find. Made out. in Missouri. That much I know. That thing is huge. So cool. Since 1950, but I'd have to Google it. Oh, 1967. Shit, yeah. Beautiful. That was uh, beautiful. That was like the 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 post Zoltar or Zoltan or whatever. That's when those things were around. People wanted all that shit. I legit want a Zoltar in my home. I'm not gonna lie. I'm telling you, you gotta 
you gotta look and find the cheapest one because that's probably the one that's got some spirits with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you sell me a haunted one? I'll cleanse it and shit. I just want a better price. <laughs> <laughs> I will not pay five thousand dollars for the Zoltar. <laughs> No, one of the, I, I go to this like super bougie furniture store. Most of the time it's just to look around. Every once in a while I'll buy something small there. And they have a Zoltar there. Not uh. only do they have a Zoltar there, they have a a loft, like a ski loft thing that's completely enclosed in the building. Also, they sell life-size Sasquatches there. They have life-size presidents there, Trump and Obama and all of the uh, all of the things. So, how, I mean, it's just fun to go in and look around. How much are the how how much are we talking for a life size Sasquatch? And do they do they offer afterpay? <laughs> I don't remember how much it was. I'm I don't know. I know somebody on Twitter who's trying to sell one for two thousand dollars. Like hair and everything? Or are we talking those like shitty metal ones that people put in the yards? <laughs> It's the shitty metal ones oh, people put in their yards. I don't want that. I want yeah. one. I want one. I want one that looked like Harry and the Hendersons. The shop that they had, the guy had in the shop. That, I want one of those in my house. So when people come yes. down, they'd be like, Did, "Is that real?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, it's real. I hunted it myself, and I haven't told anybody about it. It's been sitting here in the garage ever since." <laughs> and I was wearing shorty shorts and Crocs when I killed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the smell of the chicken that brought it over to me. <laughs> Look at the goods you do. Everybody's going to buy them to go Sasquatch hunting now. That's KFC the, Crocs. That's the secret. Oh, God. That's the secret. It's the secret. Oh, so I guess we should real quick give the socials. Since I put you on the spot last week, I will rattle through them really quickly. Follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram and the TikTok, which is at Oddity Files. One word. We're on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash oddity files. We also have a Facebook group that is on fire right now. I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with the posts and I could not be happier about it. It's just the oddity files Facebook fan group. Check us out. Click to add yourself and I will add you. I added some new moderators, including Nick, this past week because somebody was a dick face and... I know y'all can handle it if I miss it. So, yay. Ursula and Marjorie and Nick are your new moderators of the group. So, well, admins, actually, so you can do all the things. Yep. Hit me, <laughs> hit me, slide into my DMs with some Sasquatch memes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've got all that. We've got our rate and review contest on all the things you can rate and review on IMDb, Amazon Prime Video, and on. Apple Podcasts is the big one if you want to review the podcast. So head on over there, rate, review, subscribe, screen grab your review, and send it over to me at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. We'll throw you in a drawing for some Oddity Files swag. And I think that's it. That's That sounds right to me. I'm, you know, okay. I'm going to say yes. Oh, nope. <laughs> Patreon. Oh. We've got a Patreon, kids. That one. That's important. <laughs> Yes, I did my uh, unboxing of the Kabbalah that I had just shown our Patreon members on this Zoom video um, last week. So you head over to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. If you can swing it, we'd love to have you. Um, And I do need to give a shout out to our producers, Donald Blanchflower, Doug Malden-Locke, and Ryan Hoke. You guys are the heroes of the fucking day. 
So Nick, I sent you one paranormal in the news, but I think we really have two. They're both UFO related. And um, one of them is a New York Times post called No Longer in the Shadows, Pentagon's UFO Unit Will Make Some Findings Public. Mm-hmm. What say you, Nick Floyd? I mean, I say we give credit to Blink-182 for Tom DeLong for bringing this shit to light, trying to, and we all ignored him, thought he was crazy. Here he is making yeah. this happen. And for you conspiracy theorists out there, stop saying that this is a distraction. This is actual cool shit that's happening. Stop saying it's this a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> like It's a thing that's happening. Even if it is, it's still cool shit. It, no, I mean, listen, I'm a big conspiracy <laughs> theory guy. It's fun. I like talking about it. It absolutely is a distraction to distract us from going after the government and shit. And that's fine. I can I can be distracted, but also stay on course at the same time. You give me alien Preach. shit, I'm done. That's it. I'm down. I'm, yep. Give me all of it. I believe it. I'm in it to win it. Yep. Here we go. That's, I mean. Well, and it went on to say that they are reverse engineering some of this shit to make stuff for us, which is all along. What's that? Like three episodes ago, we were talking about that documentary, the dude who came out. Uh, Lazar. Yes, yes, yes. It's validated everything Bob Lazar said in that documentary. Yep. Everything. Oh, yeah. It's all there. It's funny. You sprinkle a little bit of evidence on something, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, you know, you sprinkle a little bit of bones in in, in fucking Joe Exotic Zoo, and you go, he belongs in prison. Carol Baskin is maybe didn't do anything wrong. You give us a little alien no. evidence, and we're all like, Bob Lazar, you were right this whole time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, the did you know that... Carol Baskin now owns Joe Exotic's old zoo, and she could have put Bones there, her husband Bones. Just saying. Just yeah. putting that out there. They're I don't all, trust her. They're all wrong. I don't trust her either, but she's on Cameo now for like 220 a video. And seriously, I'm just going to say, the day before my birthday, somebody leaked, it was Charlotte's birthday, but somebody leaked one of her and her husband's cameos. In their bedroom, which isn't creepy enough as it is, singing, Go Charlotte, it's your birthday, we're gonna party like it's your birthday, you know that we don't give a fudge because it's your birth. Carol, say fuck, come on. I don't trust anybody who can't sing the right lyrics in that situation. See, I had a friend who got a birthday, so her, her boyfriend got her a birthday video or something, it's an acquaintance on social media, and it's like a two-minute video, and she's like... Hi, Carol here. Just just want to wish you happy birthday. And she says that for like 30 seconds. And then the last 60 of the video is being like, and hey, if you love big cats as much as I do, you'll watch this brand new show that's me talking about all the cats that someone who is in a cage right now who belongs in there. And like her, she's plugging this show. And it's like, have I spent $200 on a video for, for you? $200. I'm oh, like, give me a, she's a genius. Like, you give me a refund. Give me a refund. Now, if I was on Cameo, you know damn well I would be plugging this podcast every single one I recorded. Oh, absolutely. But, like, you you be strategic. You drop it at the end. You're like, hey, happy birthday. Hope your day's been great. Also, check out Oddity Files. Uh, have a good day. Bye. And then, like, you go. I- <laughs> 
Oh, oh it's a, fucking brilliant, though. It's it's entertaining. There's a time and a place, yeah. Carol. Would I pay $200 for that? Fuck no. When I was first sent, a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Tiffany, she had sent it to me. She's like, oh my God, Carol Baskin's got a cameo. And, and it was like $125 then. And like in a week, it shot up to $200. Good for her. Yeah. Kind of. Sort of. I don't know. Yeah, it's all good. What were we talking about? I do not remember. Bob Lazar. <laughs> That's right. And UFOs. <laughs> it's all Damn the it, same Damn it, Carol. Thing. Stay out of our podcast. We'll take Taylor any day. Fuck you, Carol. Um, <laughs> so now that, you know, Bob Lazar has had everything he's ever said and gave no fucks about it validated. We also have to talk about the new UFO sighting that came out today outside of the sun that I sent you earlier, Nick, and I cannot get to load on my computer right now. Yes. But it's like a little square cube in front of the sun. And I I didn't read too deep into the article, but it appears as though someone, I don't know if they were a scientist or not, I'm sure they weren't, said that they believe that this square ship is sucking energy from the sun. And it's been spotted there several times, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then you go to NASA, and they're all like, it's just space debris. People's eyes see something that it really isn't. But it's square. Yeah, I mean. if it's happened multiple times, what are your thoughts? I mean, here's the thing. This is like, goes against everything I say every time we talk about stuff. Is that you have news like, you know files coming from the Pentagon. That's great. That's like, we're moving forward. This is awesome. This is real stuff. It's hard hitting. It poses interesting questions of like, if there is alien life, that the technology is coming here, they're basically coming to us in sort of an exchange of service of like, here's our tech. You can study it. We're going to show up. You can look at it and then you can apply it to your, like, it's interesting and leaves enough for you to kind of play with. But then immediately after or right before whenever the, the chronological order of these uh, news stories were, you have a story like this. It's like headline is square ship. The size of our planet is seen in front of sun. And there's a lot of people in the, in the, um, in the, the fuck, what's it called? It's the, the photography. It's the photography community kind of, but it's, a, like a planetarium, they what they use the giant telescope. Oh yeah, yeah. There are people who are saying it's just it's a pixel issue, and the fact that it's perfectly square if you zoom in, right? It's completely logical. But then you have like the twisted of like, hey, here's real factual things coming from the Pentagon, but then here's this like it's sucking energy from the sun, and we've seen it there before. And the fact that it was square, something just seemed off, and. It- I don't know. I've never seen a real spaceship. They could be square. I don't know. But I'm just taught to think they're like a cylindrical like thing. Disc. I mean, if we're talking about aerodynamics, nothing square seems like a smart. So maybe these are like the the slightly uh, dumber aliens that exist out there who are like... (laughs) The thought challenged, if you will. Yeah, they're like, they, they only can take their square ship. They can only hop two galaxies to get to the sun. And their dumb asses are over there sucking the same energy that's going to get them to and from. And they got their square ships. They're the laughing stock of the universe. I mean, let's yeah, be honest. Well, now, I think there were some oddly shaped ships in Star Wars, which is my jam and my life. And I cannot get enough of it. However, 
that was George Lucas. This is real life. I don't think so. And if it was a smart alien, <laughs> it would be on the other side of the sun where we can't fucking see it. Yes. But even George Pixels. Lucas, I don't think, it, okay, listeners, if you can prove me wrong, great. I hope you do. But off the top of my head, I can't remember any time except for maybe 2001 A Space Odyssey. But that didn't really count because it wasn't necessarily a ship. But like in history of science fiction, was there ever a perfectly square ship? No. There were some that were kind of rectangle-ish. Yeah. And this could have been Mandalorian, I'm thinking of. That the tops kind of... I think... No, it was whatever they stole Chewie in. Spoilers. Sorry. In which one? Those ships. Um, the last one. Oh, yeah. But, like, even then, I think it was still sort of, like, a curved... Like, there were no pointed, firm, hard, 90-degree edges. It was as close to a square as I've ever seen. That's why. I right. mean, other than the Jawa ship. But that wasn't flying. No, it was on ground, which that makes sense. Perfectly square cars. Why don't we drive them? I don't know. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> God, those fucking Jawas. You know what terrifies me more than anything in the world is fucking sand people. It's terrifying. They're terrifying. Yes. You agree? Oh, absolutely. That sound haunted me as a child. I thought I was the only... Like, they literally scared the shit out of me. At one point, you know, Rob Pryor, um, he was trying to sell Chris a sand uh, people painting. I'm like, there is absolutely no way I'm letting that thing in my fucking house. Yeah. I have a lot of Rob Pryor art, but not that one. Yeah. I said, give me Yoda. It's because if you see him, you hear him. And if you hear him, you can't sleep at night. (laughs) And I mean, honestly, if you think about it, it's not. I don't know. It's been a. I I usually walk out of the room when a sand person comes on, but it's not that different than when Chewie's upset, right? No. I mean, it's not super different. I mean, we we can test the theory. Right now, I got a, I got a thing. Uh oh. We can figure, no. <laughs> we can figure it out. <laughs> For all you Patreon. Nick has his chewy mask on. Like, remember the lady in her car and the chewy mask? Nick has one and he just put it on. And you guys need to join Patreon to see it. <laughs> Maybe I'll steal a screen grab and throw it in the Facebook fan group. Oh, but my God. Yeah. No, they're way more terrifying. It's more high-pitched. Yeah, Thank you. I absolutely. We've, <laughs> we, we've settled it. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I guess we should maybe tell stories at some point. Yeah, I mean, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you got anything else you want to talk about? I got Any nothing. other new albums coming up? I'm just having a blast. I'm not going to lie. I'm just here for a <laughs> Those laugh. Those people that skip forward just to the stories, fuck you. We're still talking, so fast forward again. <laughs> but for the people st- still here, not fuck you. You're wonderful. We love no, you. No, we love you. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of fuck you is, that's what we want for you. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's a one thing that could be positive and negative at the same time. The English language oh. is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Actually, yes, you are one million percent correct, sir. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm thinking really quickly. I think I don't know who went first last week. I honestly, <sighs> truly, it's not a joke. It's not a gimmick. I never know who goes first. I uh, yeah, I don't remember. I blacked out. It was it was <laughs> San Diego Comic Con at home last week, so I don't remember what happened between <laughs> Tuesday and today. <laughs> well. 
I got to wait. Let me log on to my phone here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Nick went first. Hey. Hey. Okay, guys. Um, so online, baby witches on TikTok are causing a ruckus. Did you know baby witches were a thing? <laughs> I, I'm going to need you to give me more context here. <laughs> so baby witches are... You know, the younger generation learning how to be a witch. The the elders, if you will, have given them the term baby witches. And there's a lot of witches on TikTok that give pointers and things like that. I was actually following one for a hot minute and then she got on my nerves. Surprise! Um, but these baby witches are learning from the, the older and more experienced witches on the TikTok. So... I shall begin my story now. So I don't know if I talk about this much on the show, but I'm legit obsessed with the moon. I named a puppy after her. So not only is it a beautiful, reassuring sight to see each and every night, whether you believe in it or not, it guides us. It has a huge impact on the earth as well as all of us. Now, I'm going by what I found on the Google search for this story. It's part paranormal in the news, Heart, I'm pissed if this is true, and all the thanks to new listener Kelly. Oh, I'm gonna butcher her last name. It's F A H L E. Let's go with Fail for sending me info on something I should have known was going on, but I was oblivious. Hmm. So Kelly says, "Hi guys, I started listening to your podcast, and I fucking love them, and we fucking love you back." Um, you guys are wonderful. You make my long country road drives so much more bearable. I'm from the cornfields of Illinois. I was at 1.2, and I'm currently on episode 21. So she'll hear this in another year. And <laughs> had a wonderful idea for a theory uh, you guys might be interested in covering eventually. Or maybe you've already covered it, and I haven't gotten there yet. Either way. And she asks, have you heard of the Fae? They're like little fairy garden creatures that protect Mother Nature. They despise humans because we destroy everything they create. Well, she's not wrong. And <laughs> it's said that they even have the ability to suck your soul out if they don't like you. So let's all be nice to the fae. Just putting that out there. That is my words of advice this week. Um, there's rules to interacting with them. Like you can never say thank you because it makes them feel like they're serving you so they can be really nice and leave you gifts if you have the right relationship with them but i've heard only witches practicing witchcraft for years are skilled enough to do so without upsetting them recently i heard these baby witches on tiktok hexed the fae and also the moon apparently it's causing a lot of chaos amongst the witch community i guess you could call it i'm not too clear on the whole story but i figured this would be right up your guys's alley of paranormal and otherworldly so i just wanted to drop in give some love and let you guys know about this crazy thing i've heard of recently in case you're interested i look forward to many many more episodes of ghosty stories in the meantime stay safe kelly so kelly I'm going to do a story on the Fae another time. But this baby witch shit has me lit. <laughs> and apparently the rest of the world as well. As my sources are what I think are legit outlets, such as the Rolling Stone, the New York Post, and the magazine of all goddesses, Cosmopolitan, all did stories on this last week. 
Oh, wow. Yes, absolutely. First and foremost, if you're a new listener, listening in reverse, I'm not scared of witches. They are some of the most lovely people I've ever met in my entire life. And if I didn't have a bazillion podcasts and about to launch a podcast network, I would probably study it and become a full-fledged witch. However, I do keep an intention candle burning 24-7. I believe in the healing and energy transference of crystals, and I talk to the dead. So I'm pretty much a witch. (laughs) Um... An online group of witches claim that a hex has been placed on our lunar satellite. In a thread by a witch who goes by at Yadora on Twitter, she explained what's going on with the moon. She said that she'd heard about a group of witches who, quote, decided to band together and hex dot 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 the moon dot dot dot. They're now planning to hex the sun, too. Unquote. So the existence of the hex was learned through hashtag witch talk, which I'm going to have to follow that hashtag, a global community of witches who connect through social media. To date, the hashtag has a combined 2.1 billion views on the platform. Oh, shit. Yes. And a recent Nylon report suggested that Gen Z Wiccans dominate the TikTok-based network many of whom are the only witch they know in real life. And their tech-friendly culture has been known to upset the elder witches. And you've apparently got your witches looking for their 15 minutes of fame. This dude on Twitter, whose name I'm not going to say because fuck him, but he regardlessly said, a lot of people were saying it couldn't be done. So I tried to do it, and it worked. Oh, shit, I left his name in it. So-and-so tells Cosmopolitan via a DM message. This is kind of hilarious. He says um, he lit black candles, used a string and photos to bind the moon, and focused his energy at the moon via a telescope. This doesn't sound witchy at all. And then I just recited a spell over and over until the moon got visibly dimmer, he says. The next day, people started going crazy, talking about the moon being hexed, which I hadn't told anyone about, so I knew that it must have worked. Hexing the moon was like blowing up Alderaan in Star Wars, and like Alderaan, the moon was just a test. Next up, he plans to hex the sun. So I hate him, but the Star Wars reference... Oh yeah, he's in the, in yeah, the story. Star Wars reference is great, but also I have zero commentary to add because like life is kind of shitty enough. I don't want to piss this person off. Him build a little picture of me and then hex me for life, and then somehow that make things worse. <laughs> That's why I'm not saying his name. Yeah. Um, so Sarah Potter, a witch and psychic medium. She says, to my knowledge, it's not possible to hex the moon, she says. However, she adds that hexing the moon could be dangerous to the hexers. Hexing is powerful and should not be taken lightly, she says. In witchcraft, when we do spells and energy work, we must be mindful of the energy we are interacting with. Whatever you're putting out, you will get back. So basically, whatever you think you're doing when you're hexing the moon... I wouldn't want to play with that fire. They will probably be very, very sorry. Wow. So 
Um, this is from Bree Luna, founder of The Hood Witch, which I kind of love that name. I like it. She says, yeah, I know, right? She says, first of all, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in a long time. I love how all the mama witches are saying, you guys are idiots. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Um, when I saw this thread pop up on my Twitter feed, I initially thought that this was a video game or something from a movie. However, scrolling the comments, people were actually taking it seriously. So I applaud the creators of this rumor for trolling the fuck out of the entire online witch community. <laughs> she goes on to say, no, you can't hex the moon, nor can any celestial body for that matter. And why would you want to? Why hex the cosmos when you can hex white supremacy, hex patriarchy, hex the global leaders that continue to uphold corrupt and injustice systems of power? Fuck yeah. Yes, girl. Yes. And back to Hey Adora, uh, she says the moon should be able to withstand the hex or a spell work that is a collection of negative energy and is directed to someone or something as she defined it. However, she warned that such an attack would likely insult and anger the gods who rule the moon as well as the sun, the twins, Artemis, and Apollo. But Apollo, he's the god of health and medicine, she added. They hexed his sister in the middle of an increasingly dangerous pandemic. She isn't sure exactly how this hex might affect the rest of us. So you've got some witches believing in it, some witches not. As for who committed the hex, she claimed to have learned late yesterday that it was a witch with, quote, more experience, unquote, but who shall remain unnamed. I won't be adding their name because they're already about to get their shit rocked, she said, insinuating that there will be a comeuppance. You know, never piss off the witches. No, never. 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 Those girls are queens. I and guys, sorry. No, I, no sexism here. All y'all. Okay. Um, under most circumstances, such as in nope, gonna skip that word. Under most circumstances, <laughs> such as drama, would likely have stayed within the confines of whatever social platform from which it originated. Yet a thread recounting the drama went viral prompting none other than former presidential candidate Marianne Williamson to weigh in on Twitter. And she says, love, I don't know much about her, but I love her. That's got to be some really drunk or stoned hashtag baby witches. If they think that in the midst of hashtag secret police invasion of Portland, the best they can do is hex the moon, she wrote, being that these witches should have spent their energies better putting a hex on Trump or the federal government. Wow. Did I say I like her? Oh, she's great. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's where the hexes should be sent. But this whole hubbub is a rumor that's gotten taken too far. Gabrielle Herstick, author of Bewitching the Elements, says, although no witch is strong enough to hex the moon, and that's just fact, she explains. Personally, I don't think this joke is funny because it feels like bad taste. Excuse me. I haven't burped on this podcast in so long, so whoever used to count them, you're up today. Um <laughs> 
Personally, I don't think this joke is funny because it feels like bad taste to joke about the most important energy source for the witch. The moon is 4.5 billion years old, and this has been worshipped for thousands of years, she says. Every single person to have ever lived has gazed at the same moon. And while she is her own energetic body, she's also become a living energy or air gator, thanks to all of those who revere, honor, and call upon her power. To think any person or even group of people could hex the moon, the embodiment of the divine feminine herself, is just silly. Great quotes all around, none of them mine. My sources were given at the beginning of the story, but there you have it. No real facts. A lot of bitching online, which is, as we know, nothing fucking new. But I've said it once, and I'll say it every fucking time. Don't fuck with magic unless you have your the proper guidance. But if this really did happen, I have a feeling the magic will back us all up and say fuck you to the hexers. But as of today, I've started calling the puppies Luna and Venus my baby witches. And you know, I think they like Aww. it. Aww. You know, I was hoping that it would get to the point where you'd talk about the, the power source because I, I have some um, some Wiccan friends who are real interested in, in all that stuff. And the last time I had talked about this sort of thing, the power sources were the moon and the sun and, of course, the stars. And so to <laughs> think that like that is a thing that someone tried to tried and potentially succeed in hexing the moon. I'm just like, if it is a baby witch, like you guys have TikTok. Like, just live on TikTok or go play Mancala <laughs> for the 50th time. Like, do something else than that. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I think people are like becoming agents of chaos at this point. Literally. They just want to watch shit go down. I, I just I don't get it. Like we're all living together. Like it, uh, I don't yeah. understand it. I don't get it. So hopefully the, the elder witches come forward. The world is a mess. Don't make it messier. That's true. I want those elder witch- witches to come forward, though, and fuck that person out of existence yes. in the, the yeah. bad way. Yes, in the bad. <laughs> fuck them in a bad way. No, that's still good. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Yes. Words. <laughs> no more alcohol on the podcast. It's been a hot minute. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love it, though. Wow. That's crazy. That's some crazy shit, the fact that that's, like, being covered by major publications. That's nuts. And granted, it's not, like, major networks or anything, but Rolling Stone, Cosmopolitan, and the New York Times, yes, please. That's that's still pretty major to me. Yeah. It's culture, pop culture. I mean, that's, like, yeah. hit, it's hitting where it should hit, and it's still mm-hmm. reputable enough that they're covering it, so... I am super excited about our latest podcast partner, which is Bones Coffee Company. Coffee isn't just a drink that wakes you up in the morning. It's an experience. When you brew a pot of Bones Coffee Company coffee, they want you to have the best experience you've ever had. They only roast carefully selected beans to perfection in small batches to ensure that you get the freshest coffee delivered straight to your door. The care given to each of those small batches is evidenced through the rich, full-bodied, and exceptionally smooth taste you'll get out of every cup of Bones Coffee Company you drink. 
You guys, this is amazing. First and foremost, I love coffee. I love wine and I love bourbon, but I love coffee. So check it out and help out the podcast. Go to tinyurl.com slash bonescoffee. Get your coffee fix and help out your favorite podcast. We appreciate you. Guys, have you heard of diedinhouse.com? This is pretty much the coolest thing ever. Ever feel like somebody's watching you in your house and you don't know why and you're the only one in the house? Did you know real estate brokers are not obliged to tell you if someone died in the house unless you ask? Yep, I found that one out the hard way. I mean, it's certainly not a checkbox on a Zillow site, now is it? So are you looking at houses and don't want to move into a murder house? I mean, I do, but I understand that it's not for everyone. Well, now you can find out who died in your house, or any house for that matter, and usually what the cause of death was as well. And we have a way for you to save money when you do. Of course we do. Check out diedinhouse.com. Save 10% by using promo code OddityFiles, one word, no spaces, before buying or renting a home. Get informed about everything. Use diedinhouse.com to learn the house history. Again, head to diedinhouse.com and enter promo code OddityFiles, one word, at checkout, and you'll save 10%. So guys, have you heard of paraboxmonthly.com? Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal t-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay, once discovered, it'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code OddityFiles. And you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com. Promo code Oddity Files. Check it out. Guys, I'm pretty excited to tell you about this new product I'm using. Soul Drops are sacred plant supplements that boost overall wellness by enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. See what I did there? Made with traditional healing plants, this special microdosing option empowers self healing and performance optimization. Soul Drops allow you to power up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, see what I did there? With only a few drops per day, Soul Drops can empower your self-healing and optimization. Now, I'm not kidding. I found Soul Drops on a social media ad, and guys, I'm shocked at the results. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. I am shocked at the results. My moods have leveled out, and I'm sleeping better. So Soul Drops is brought to you by renowned shamanic healer and herbalist Vlada Talan. She uses an ancient process to offer all natural, legal, and safe microdosing. Her master plant formulas have transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. So I figured out a way to get you guys Soul Drops at a 10% discount. Are you ready? Head on over to souldrops.net and type in oddity files one word in the discount code box. 
I got the Master Trinity set, and I tell you what, this stuff works. So head on over to souldrops.net and remember to type oddity files, again, one word, into the coupon code to get your 10% off. And you know what? You can just thank me later. What you got? Well, I mean, we're talking a lot about fucking, so I figure... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! I figure we might as well... Full circle. (laughs) Full circle it. And, uh, you know, let's talk about sex. Baby, let's talk about you and me. Yep. Let's talk about sex. (laughs) I, uh, it's going to get a little spicy, so strap in, everybody. If you're driving to work, good luck. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I don't know what that means. Bring it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't this piece, uh, this beautiful piece, comes from NSFW.com. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about spectrophilia today. Ooh, I don't even know what that means, but I'm excited to find out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, some would say I'm titillated by this story. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. You know what they say once you have sex with a ghost. You love it the most. While it seems oh. crazy, spectrophilia. <laughs> Sorry, that was so good. Give yourself more props for that. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> while it might seem... Fuck. While it might seem crazy, spectrophilia, or sexual attraction to ghosts, is real. And there's plenty of people in the world who believe they, in fact, have had ghost sex, including some famous celebrities, which is interesting. What? Yeah. The most kinky ghost stories happen to women for whatever reason, whether it's because women are more sexually open than men, or if it's just because ghost women find human men disgusting is up for debate. But the one thing (laughs) (laughs) that we're sure about is that these spooky tales are also very steamy. (laughs) Oh, got to get a little cleaner for my glasses. Yeah, thank God mine are not. I know. (laughs) Without any concrete data, it's hard to know whether they're a specific group of sexual ghosts or if all paranormal entities are roaming the earth in search of a human that they can hook up with while they sleep. Some of these spooky sex stories might creep you out and some may titillate, but all of them will make you want to look into buying a Ouija board so you can meet your new boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh, I'm set. <laughs> oh, you got them all. You got the Kabbalah. You <laughs> <laughs> so some gals have all the luck and see, uh, I don't know, Cian, Cian sounds right, S-I-A-N, Cian Jameson definitely found the ghost of her dreams when she met Robert. In an interview with Daily Mail, this spectrophiliac gives such salacious details, or salacious, sorry, excuse me, not knowing how to read. (laughs) (laughs) She gives salacious details. You can almost see the ectoplasm dripping off the page. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It's 50 shades of ghosts up in here. Um, Oh, damn. So here's what she says. Quote, he was very handsome with beautiful hazel eyes. And as we made love, he stroked my body tenderly and I could feel the weight of him pressing down on me. His body felt incredibly light. No fucking shit. The whole encounter (laughs) lasted an hour. And afterwards, he whispered, this was the most amazing thing I'd ever experienced. 
As we drifted off to sleep in one other's arms, a voice in my head kept asking, is this really happening? I'm going to go with this is a true crime story and somebody broke into her house and she was just horny. I don't even know. Uh, Unfortunately... Cian and Robert's relationship wasn't long for this world as Robert earned his wings and left this mortal coil. Jameson explains a couple of days... Was she ghosted? I think she was ghosted. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't stop myself. Who needs a show? It's like Catfish, except it's just called Ghosted. (laughs) It was me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is beautiful. She says... Quote, a couple days after our encounter, Robert arrived and said it would be our last night together. I never asked why. I sobbed when I woke, and Robert was no longer in my bed. I guess I had been falling in love. Though, I had one other ghost lover after that. I haven't had sex with a ghost for over two years. For two? Damn. She's running a dry spell there. Yes, she is. And it gets better. (laughs) So the, once you get the ghost hookup, you get more ghost hookups. Is apparently one? it's yeah, it's like okay. a nightclub. Once you're in, you're set for life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, sure, this is very serious for her. <laughs> it is, and here we are. Uh, don't hex us, please. The quote spiritual guidance consultant from Bristol says her sexual encounters with the dead have turned her off living men forever. And she even went as far as to break off an engagement after she got her first taste of the afterlife. Realm's first time with a ghost came after a few weeks of flirting when she went to bed wearing, quote, a sexy (laughs) negligee. Yep, that. And lay there in the darkness. I felt a pressure all over my body as if a person was laying on top of me, but lighter and softer than a human. Again, no fucking shit. It was like (laughs) nothing I'd ever experienced. I know how bizarre it sounds, but it felt real. It was different to having sex with a man, and afterwards I slept better than I had done in years. When I woke up, I knew it hadn't been a dream. I didn't feel at all guilty about cheating because the whole thing felt so natural. Okay. You know, I only wait, take female ghosts home with me. <laughs> Go ahead. It's it's the truth. Yeah, it, maybe it's safer that way. I don't I know. Need to find me a male one. <laughs> the article goes on to say everyone deserves to be happy, especially divorcees who are living alone after deciding to give up on men, because men are the worst. But you know who isn't the worst? Ghost men. Anne Elizabeth describes her sexy encounter with a ghost hunk straight from the pages of a paperback romance, saying, quote, Lying in bed, I wondered if I could summon a ghost to have sex with me. Closing my eyes, I envisioned a strong, handsome man with big shoulders. I kept my eyes closed throughout because I was worried I might scare him or ruin the moment if I had opened them. Afterwards, I thanked the ghost and asked him to leave, which he dutifully did. I jumped out of bed with flushed cheeks and glowing skin and went about my day. Good for her. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, I. The word masturbation comes to mind. I feel like that could. I mean, maybe she felt guilty, so she said it was a ghost. I don't. Catholics, am I right? I <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh. In uh, in 2010, an anonymous author on Your Ghost Stories told her story about being visited by multiple ghosts in the middle of the night. And while Damn. she was unsure about the initial visits, she became used to the overt sexual nature of the visits over time. She said, quote, after several weeks of waking up feeling aroused, one night I woke up in this condition. However, this time I was somehow aware that what had happened to me was that a spirit presence was somehow involved with me sexually. I was very sexual ar- sexually aroused and orgasmed. But this was interesting because this was a different experience. What kind of ghost exactly was visiting her? Was it a pirate ghost? A sheet ghost? The ghost of Patrick Swayze from Tu Wong Fu? Not even close. She said that I soon began seeing translucent images of him. He's not a man. He is some sort of greenish lizard-type creature. Okay. I, I, gotta, I gotta interject and say, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, uh, I don't know. I guess. You know... There are books on paranormal erotica. Somehow they follow us on Twitter. I don't know how I even came across them, but this is like a people meds. Just take your meds. It's so it's so interesting. And in the final wrap up <laughs> of the stories, this one's great because it hits close to home. Oh, God. In 2010, also, a woman from Florida wrote into your ghost stories, which uh, is a blog, I'm assuming, to tell the story of her strange encounter with a phantom humper. Yes, that is exactly what I said. Uh, She said she lives alone with her two dogs in a home surrounded by trees. After having uh, having sex once with her new ghost friend, it seemed as though the ghost grew more cavalier over the course of her relationship. She said... Quote, a while back when I was sleeping, I felt a strange feeling or something pushing me down into my bed. It weirded me out, but I kind of ignored it. Weeks later, I was awakened by the shouting of my name. I thought it was a bad dream and ignored it. Now for the last week, as I lay down to sleep, I felt the bed shaking very lightly, like something was walking around my pillow and head like a cat might do. How very weird. I felt as if something Don't was... Don't bring the animals into this, woman. <laughs> the cat's got nothing to do with it. Leave the cat out of it. <laughs> it. I felt as if something was crawling around my legs in buttocks and turned on the lights and checked my bed for bugs, but nothing. Okay. Uh, then it uh, happened. Again. <laughs> but this time, I was still awake. I felt the crawling in cool spot on my anus and private area and a light pumping going on. How weird is it that sometimes like a slight pin and needle feeling around my hips or buttocks? That doesn't sound like a good time. No, I don't know. I don't like <laughs> leave, leave my. She's butt- very excited about it. <laughs> leave, leave, leave my buttocks out of this, please. Yeah, please, please. And so, the pins and needles. And please. the pins and needles. So to wrap this all up, one anonymous writer went in depth about having sex with what they thought was a ghost, but turned out to be a demon. Oh, snap. Bring me the demons. Bring them on. <laughs> it's uh, pretty much a tale as old as time. While staying the night <laughs> and doing some ghost hunting with a friend, the writer was visited by something as she slept. She said, I was laying in my bed trying to sleep and I felt a sensation in my private area. 
It felt really good, and it kept feeling really good. It felt so good that the woman asked the demon to come home with her, and come it did. Pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) Upon arriving back to her house, the woman set some ground rules like, quote, not to sexually come to her when her husband was home, which makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. After things started getting weird or (laughs) weirder than ghost sex, the writer did some research and realized that she was probably dealing with an incubus and called a minister to help her expel the demon. Well, first of all, it's there not a demon. It. Second of all, they're all wet dreams. Third of all, that story was fucking amazing. <laughs> Just a few highlights from around the web. A little bit of spectrophilia for you. Now you all can explore it yourself. Whether you want to close your eyes and summon. Listen, quarantine's gotten pretty fucking weird. I'm, I'm well, just saying. Yeah, yeah. I might have to ask Chris if uh, Anna and Abby have hooked him up in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, because I'm just having dreams about Avengers. So, (laughs) listen, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) I I got nothing. I don't have anything to add. That was so entertaining. I, I didn't even know that. What's the word again? spectrophilia i've never even heard of that which is surprising as much as i'm into the paranormal but oh my god it's very interesting that was beautiful there are layers too there's incubuses and succubuses and there's a lot of like that's where i thought you were going yeah there's all sorts of that we can cover that later this was fun because i'd never personally heard of spectrophilia before and i was fascinated (laughs) no so uh, as well you should be <laughs> yeah all right i'm all i'm all warm now i got a little i know a little i'm heat. a little verklempt over <laughs> here <laughs> i need some uh what tissues for under my armpits <laughs> my botox is seeping out of my pores oh okay <laughs> that's all i got that was beautiful Thank and you. i so loved that so much okay. and here i thought i was going weird with witches. No, you trumped and won. Trumped in the good way, by the way. <laughs> this has been a weird one, and I love that somehow it came full circle. Yep. Yep. Here we are. Okay. I've got a quick story from Larissa. Ooh. She says, Hi, just reaching out to share my experiences. I was three or four years old at the time, and I was an only child at this point. We lived in Great Falls, Montana. Montana, born and raised. This particular day, it was very nice out, so I was outside playing in our driveway with Jack. He was my age, blonde hair, bull haircut, and he wore jean overalls with a red shirt. He passed away when his house caught fire. A short time goes by, and he tells me the house is on fire to go look and our barbecue had caught fire somehow and was right up against the house my mom was in the shower and had no idea what was happening i ran inside to tell her she of course questioned it at first but when she saw for herself she called the fire department i remember them showing up and putting the fire out and telling us how lucky we were the propane tank didn't explode the house was saved and only had a small amount of damage he saved us that day We moved shortly after that, and he stayed with me for a few years, and then one day, 
he was just gone. I cried for weeks. I'm 27 now, and I still miss his friendship. Aww, that's, Larissa. That's great. That's a great story. Yeah. She says, thank you for letting me share. So I, th- I figured I'd take our weird stories and bring it full on paranormal. We've, t- we've t- covered everything today. We've had otherworldly UFOs. We had witches. We had sex ghosts. <laughs> and now we bring it back to childhood hauntings that she misses him. And she ends it by, thank you for letting me share. Larissa, that was great. Anybody else? You have stories? We want your stories. Send them to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. It's honestly one of my absolute favorite parts of doing this, aside from Nick making me laugh so hard I'm about to pee myself. But uh, yeah, we appreciate every single one of you. You guys, 100,000 downloads. It's all you guys. It's I share on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You guys are telling your friends. You guys are telling people about us, and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So am I right, Nick? You're 100%. You're 100% right. I, I mean, I feel like I've kind of cheated. I, I'm going to say I've been here for all 90, but I haven't. <laughs> but I'm going to celebrate like I have. You better believe yeah, it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we have to come up with something for our 100th episode. It's It's got to be a big deal. We'll have to think on that one. Oh, it'll be good. I'll, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right on. Right on. But guys, weird is the new cool. And ghost on forever and always. And always. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Okay, that was literally my favorite episode. (laughs) Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone. Well, maybe yours too. If you like the show and would like to support us, visit oddityfiles.com and click on support or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Every little bit helps with both the podcast and the TV show. You can also support us by watching Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's free to Prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't. You can find us on all the social media sites at oddityfiles.com. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome. Not into that social media stuff? Tell your coworkers, family, even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee. Oh, and grandma, your grandma will love us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if it weren't for you, we have no idea what we would do with our lives. If you have a story you'd like to submit, send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317 300 6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a set, rate, review, and subscribe. 
We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear, go. Get. Serious, I'm out of here. 